So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See Jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this July 23rd, 2013 episode of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and I have here with me, uh, in the figurative, well, in the planetary sense, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? Hey, Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I did as much of nothing today as I could get away with because... Um, I decided I'd really kind of been pushing this whole go to Costa Rica, be Superman thing a bit and really thought back on to our trip here together and was like, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> I get it. Uh, because I was, I felt like I wasn't that cautious, but the, the caution, you were right there and every time we got anywhere, you said, sit down. And, and I generally did. And... Um, Nobody's been saying that here, and so I've been standing a lot in places for long periods of time, and uh, uh, I finally was like, oh, well, okay, maybe not that much of a Superman. And what's amazing is my body's actually been doing it. There's been some pain, and there's, and I'm getting worn out, like, you know, but it's been doing it, which is just amazing. I don't think, I don't know what would happen in Houston if I had tried this. It's pretty amazing stuff. What uh, what can be done with bodies and and how well they can maintain themselves and and do sometimes with a little help from us of not you know pushing them past their limits. It absolutely is, um, but you still have within you this idea that you have limits, and until you let go of that idea, then you're going to have limits. So adhere to limits that you've set for yourself. Exactly. And uh, because that was when we, we talked about this on one of our morning coffees or something recently, that um, I suddenly came to the realization that when we came here for the show, I had this idea that I had outside help, you know, that, you know, the fairies of the universe are orchestrating things because this is for the show. And so, yes, your body is great, and your car is great, and la, la, la. And like the fairies of the universe would orchestrate things for the show and then not orchestrate things for just me because, well, I'm not worthy, right? And then I was like, oh, no, not that booger bear again. Didn't we do this already, the worthy thing? But apparently it comes in, comes up again and again and, and, and comes up by degrees as well. 
you know, decide you're worthy enough to have some physical abundance, but maybe not some, I don't know, inner abundance. I don't know. But I would imagine that we can probably, you know, soon bring tonight's guest because I think it has something to do with that being connected with love thing or that being everyday connected or there's a connection thing going on somewhere in here. I can feel a segue coming or <laughs> or maybe we just went past it. I don't know. <sighs> so, um, just not going to tell us how you are, are you? Okay. Um, I'll let you know how I'm better. <laughs> let you know how it's going. Um, we have back with us tonight our dear friend, Ron Lewis, here to talk about the latest, greatest, and newest things that are going on with uh, this whole love thing. Because we get educated, we get connected, we get Ron Lewis. How are you, Ron? Good, uh, Rick. Hi, Jean. How are you? Uh, it's Hi, not a good Ron. question. Well, I'm well, happy. I'm happy to just voice. So I'm always happy to talk to Ron. That makes me happy. Of course. Talking to Ron makes me happy. Uh, well, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit here, and I uh, I hope things uh, go well for you and continue to go well for you. Um, it's good to hear your voice. Oh um, yeah. Just being a pout pout over here. <laughs> I seen your post um, on Facebook a little while ago with a little bird in the hand. I hear that's worth two in the bush, but I don't know. <laughs> I know. I knew. Uh, probably just an old wives' tale. But uh, I was that uh, a bird that actually landed in your hand, Jean? Another long story. <laughs> It's like the frustration was, you know, there was a repair guy, there was the tax man. It's never good when the tax man comes in the conversation. I never really, you know, she said something about the tax man. I was like, whoa, no. (laughs) Render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. That's all I got to say. Get away. But, um, exactly. Well, I, um, I was at the bagel shop the other morning and I have these little birds that come up to me when I'm having my coffee and, I can. I've got them trained now, where I can just hold out a little piece of bagel, and they fly up to my finger and just take it right out of my hand. And uh, they're so cute. So, so I guess we got that to be thankful for anyway. Stuff like that. Even though we live in a world where we live in a world where we have uh, a lot of control and a lot of fear and a lot of. Uh, uh, things happen to us and that's kind of what I kind of want to talk a little bit about tonight and we have so many distractions so many distractions that keep us from connecting as one or as one with our source so this you know the the metaphor has been used of this being a ride and and if so it's very loud very colorful very 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 loud very attention getting all of the little things that you pass by and uh, absolutely yeah uh and it's um life is uh a series of choices actually i mean we learn from the choices we make i guess and and uh, as we go through life and one interesting thing is we can't 
choose in the past and we can't choose in the future and we can only choose in the now i guess so that's that's um but anyway um Ooh, that's just glossed right past the tricky bit we'll come back to that later yeah yeah and uh anyway i wanted to talk a little bit about um the website uh you can find at connectedwithlove.org and also i have another site that uh, you can alternatively go to it's called loveeducation.org and um i um wanted to talk first a little bit about uh god or divine love and um what i'm trying to do actually lately anyway this is where i am um i think that over the throughout the centuries much of what our great teachers that have come down through history uh buddha jesus uh the tao things like that many of their teachings have been misrepresented or uh, 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 twisted, let's say, or used to control the masses. Uh, men have taken uh, many of the teachings of, let's just use Jesus, for example, uh, and have used them to control and manipulate people down through the centuries and uh, I don't want to get too much into that because I think we we see that down through the years. So that a separation. Well, yeah, we've had centuries of that, so we're going to talk right. about new stuff now. <laughs> right. And, right, exactly. And so we've had centuries of that, and it's caused separation and a lot of separation throughout history. And I think that... Um, we all are starting to wake up and we're starting to realize uh, the power of one or the power of our oneness and what that means and what love actually means. And in the Bible, it talks about God is love. And uh, it says anyone who knows God uh, or knows love knows God and is a child of God because God is love. And of course that's in the Bible. It's in first John four, seven and eight. Exactly. But, uh, so if God is love and love is God, I, I always, when I write, I always capitalize love because I think love is God and God is love. So, um, so if, if God is existence, and always in the now, he's always present in the now. There's really no, we can't say God is in the future, in the past. He's omnipresent, where he's present all the time. Then um, then the best way for us to connect with God is if we don't allow anything to distract us and we remain in the now. And when we meditate, we remain in the now and another thing that i've mentioned on my website a lot is this formula that i have of love equals existence and i say it doesn't take an einstein to 
understand this formula that love equals existence. And I think we talked a little bit about that before. Um, you bet. We can, we can see what the lack of love has done and how the lack of love, hate, causes destruction and how hate just takes a few seconds. But because love is eternal, it takes it takes a uh, takes longer. So, so that's another f- formula that I have is love equals existence. And another thing I've been talking about lately a lot on Facebook is a love-based system. And one thing that a love-based system is not, and it is not something that we ever can create. Um, people think, oh, let's get, let's become activists, let's change the system, let's change the world to create a love-based system. You cannot create a love-based system. We can only align with the existing love-based system because a love-based system is already there. So it's not a matter of us creating or creating a new world or a new world order or a new society. Anything that that we are going to do because you cannot create love because love has always existed. It always will exist. Um, We cannot create a love-based system, but we can align with the existing love-based system. And that's all part of what we're trying to do. We're trying to help people who are waking up to, to uh, share with them, to help them discover uh, how to align with the love-based system. Um, we're not here to preach or we're not here really to uh, tell the, anyone what to do or or thank or, or yeah, we are just here to help them share with them, help them to discover, love is, them. Yeah, this has worked for me, and so you might want to check it out, sort of thing. Right, right, absolutely. And, uh, because I certainly don't have it all figured out, uh, and I figure out a little bit more every day. And the, the, you know, I'm right in there with those guys. The more I figure out, I figure out the less I know. Uh, absolutely, me too. Yeah, but. But it it is, you've brought an important point, and I want to magnify that a little bit for everybody, that, you know, uh, we mentioned Buckminster Fuller often that said, you don't fix the broken system, you create a new system that makes the old one obsolete. And I think it's a very important distinction that it's not so much that we need to create this love-based system. And discover well what is a love based system? How is it? How do we make the rules? And because it's already here and it already works and it works beautifully, except where we monkey with it. Absolutely. And another thing about a love based system that I'm studying and researching as well is that that and it goes back to the teachings of Jesus when he walked among us on earth. It, he said that um, uh, uh, love actually does away with all the other laws that they had. It fulfills them and does away with them. And, and so I've been lately studying a lot about if everyone within themselves 
brought this love-based system within them or or what some people say the kingdom of God is within us or um uh and love we everyone was aligned perfectly with love or with God or the divine so our divine source or uh what many people call God well then rules and obedience would actually not be necessary because the reason we have rules and the reason we have laws is because not everyone is aligned with love but if everyone was aligned with love uh obedience really wouldn't be something obeying laws or authority or someone being authoritative over someone else would not be needed. They're just sort of the side effects. They're something someone from outside might observe, but they're not rules that anybody in a love-based system would ever have. Because right. you, it's often been pointed out, the rules only create rule breakers. Exactly. And you yeah. only need rules if you want to control, and you only want to control if you're in fear. So Absolutely. It, it by nature is, to me... Fear is to me the the diametric opposite of love. Exactly. And 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 so those fear based systems are the opposite of love. If you were to say there's a darkness, which I I that's a polarity thing that I don't really agree with. Everything serves its purpose right where it is as it is, or it wouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's that absence of love that you were talking about. Absolutely uh, right. Good and, and evil. Good and evil is just like people say, well, there's always will be good and evil, but actually there will always be love. And love is good as a result of love. Uh, Evil is a result of the lack of love. So they're results of of it. It's not, you know, and uh, so, so it's kind of like... Love is the ultimate thing. So if anything that doesn't love or doesn't have love within it cannot exist. Uh, but anything that has love in it will exist. And and I'm not talking about well, this guy he loves somebody, but he died. I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm talking on a universal scale. I'm not talking necessarily about. Uh, but but it would have to be a a, a a love-based system would have to be everyone in order to have it would have to be in alignment with love. Well, for it to be perfected, but you could get a majority maybe. And, right. Oh, yeah. And because and, people want – when people see a good thing, they want in on it. They're Absolutely. Like, they're like, hey, how do you do that? <clears throat> Absolutely, and, right. Uh-huh. And um, – and the, the the cool thing I've always thought, and you have to really be a bit imaginative, I think, to apply it uh, without going overboard. But we have this love-based system that's here, and most of it is operating just – well, the whole thing's operating perfectly. But if you want to say that choices humans have made in the direction of separation have made parts of it sort of dysfunctional or less than perfectly functional, we can look like it's – this rainforest jungle that – I am surrounded with, I'm sort of in the treetops on this balcony. Um, I look down at the floor down here, and I mean, there's plants. These plants come and go fast. Like you could clear 
down to the dirt except for the trees, and, and in two weeks this would look just like this again. And so there's always stuff dying. And, and it's like, where's there should be a foot of rotting material on the jungle floor? But there's not. It's relatively That's clean. Amazing. It's amazing how how it all works and uh, and how one thing becomes something else. It's just amazing. Yeah, and we can, I think, learn from that example. And we have to, like I said, be imaginative in how to apply it to human life. But, you know, it's everything has a... Um, you know, okay, I don't need this anymore, so it's waste to me. Yeah, but it's raw material to somebody else or something else. And it it all fits like tiny little Swiss watch cogs or something. I mean, it's just, it's breathtaking, really. To, it really is. When, you, when you, you really re grasp the scope of it, you're like, holy cow, you know. And you start to understand how, you know, if you lost 10 ants over here, it could cause you know, mass disaster over there because it, it's, it's, it all fits together in a precision little way. Well, it all balances out. If you take a look at microorganisms, for instance, they they are amazing as to what they can do. Like you have a huge oil spill and within months it's just all cleaned up. You know, you wonder because microorganisms take over and they just, the, 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 the way it's all been created and put together is just, it's just mind boggling how it takes care of everything. And even viruses themselves are, are a lot just, you know, microorganisms just trying to do their job, you know, and, uh, and uh, uh, because we out of balance is why they've, they run rampant because there's, there's a, a lack of balance. So it's all it's all pretty amazing. And um and it all has to do with love because it was all created by love. And uh so but um but those are some of the things that I'm working on. Um I just think that down through history we 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 right now in this time we're really beginning to grasp the true meaning of some of these teachers and what they really meant and uh um because the majority of people have been controlled or programmed or even the education system has been used to kind of um uh turn us into good little consumers and that you go get a job and you uh go to school you get an education you get a job you buy more stuff and that yeah. just that just keeps the money machine going. Well, it's, and, I like uh, to call it instead of the education system, it's the information control system. They tell you exactly. what's right, right, and they tell you what's wrong. They say, "Oh no, right. that's not correct." And I've discovered that a lot of things that they told me weren't correct actually are. So Absolutely. it's just a, well, it's just an information control thing. It's not everybody wants to make you know society out to be this big overpowering can't be equaled thing structure thing it's just a little bit of control of information you know uh, don't let them know what buddhism actually says just tell them that buddhism is bad absolutely right and different or any any uh culture belief or islam taoism all of it pick yeah. one yes right it's like uh the the theme of the gospel was turned into something else but uh from what I've studied anywhere and what I've gathered that the theme to me is oneness, love, and not being part of 
a system that don't work, uh, being part of a system that does work, which is which is the love-based system. And I mean, if you look, if you really put all your other, the way you were raised and everything aside, you will see that it's based on oneness, love, because even Christ himself in his final prayer said that you and me, me and them, everyone in each other and none of them part of the world. So we are all part, the, the God's will is that we're all part of one. And yet, and yet, as uh, Edgar Casey, which I love to read some of his stuff, he brought out that we are all different and we all have different ideas, but we can all share that same ideal of one in loveness, of, of oneness and love. Sorry. And, uh, and because there's no two of us alike, just like there's no two snowflakes alike. We are all different. We have different ideas, we're, but we're all inspired by the same source. We just have to let go of our ego and, um, and uh, real, realize that we all share the same idea of the same ideal so that whatever project we take on together, whatever, whatever uh, uh, endeavor we take on together, if, if that love and oneness was always at the core of our creativity, imagine, imagine what we could accomplish. Oh, I agree. And, you know, again, that education thing, which to me, the only education is to teach somebody how to think, and you're pretty much born doing it, so just don't monkey with it, like, you know, so many things. Um, but, you know, you learn in business school, you know, okay, you've got an idea for a thing, whether it's a widget or a service or you've got an idea for this thing. So you measure it against, is there a need for it in the market? And how much will people pay for it? Is that enough to cover the cost of it? Is that, oh, wow, you know, all these things. And um, maybe instead of evaluating it, let's keep that first question, is there a need for this? That might be a good question. But sure. I would say that if someone's heart is passionately leading them to do something, you almost don't need to analyze it. You just could go. But if you were going to run an analysis, to me, it would be, you know, is it helpful? Is it loving? Is it awesome? Is it true? Is it authentic? True is weird, so maybe authentic. Um, and uh, use those as measuring sticks as opposed to will somebody buy it and how much will they pay? Or will it, or, or will it uh, keep our enemies at bay or... Is, or whatever, it, is, it, you know. is it patentable and trademarkable so that I can keep other people from getting some of my good? Right, right. Yeah, and that's so true. And and that's kind of the the thing that I've, you know, my dream one day is to have a uh, a place called the Center for Love Education and Constructive Creativity, which which where people could go and and discover uh about themselves and about their own creative abilities and then that be directed in uh, in such a way that love could be at the core of every creative endeavor. And uh, because uh, without creativity, without 
the oneness and love principle is you can get you in a lot of trouble because you could uh so that's something that that I think anyway and and believe you me I'm an inventor and an artist and throughout the years there's been times when I've created things that have got me in trouble <laughs> well but it's sort of it's often the just the to me the two in, two sides of the coin you know if you if you end up with the coin you got the heads and the tails it's just they're they go together and so you take you know nuclear power and and splitting the atom you know and well why didn't uh you know Einstein or whoever keep that under their hat well there's actually a whole bunch of them so there wasn't a hat to keep it under there was maybe a bazillion hats to try to keep it under but that usually doesn't work out and so you just have to if you were operating in a society that tried to follow that love-based system, then you wouldn't have to wonder what use will they put my idea to. Because right. whatever use they put it to would be a good thing. Absolutely. And right. it's it's possible that even this explosive force of an atomic bomb might one day be useful for avoiding an asteroid or something. I don't know Absolutely. that that's the case, right. but... but mm -hmm. But everything can, with a swap in the point of view and the way you look at it, can be a good thing because, like you said, love equals existence. So if it exists, there's love in there somewhere. Absolutely, right. And and another thing, too, is see the the system that, that we, we have, as many talk about now, it's a fear-based and a greed-based system. So, so things that are created are exploited for the purpose of someone making money in order because most everybody is in a distracted survival mode. So, so, you know, wow, I got to feed my family. So I'm going to create this thing. I really don't care what it does to other people, but it, it will provide a living for my family or it'll, or it'll help me to survive or, um and or it'll make me a lot of money so so a lot of that is a uh uh based upon greed fear is a big one i think that well um, i think greed is based on fear because it's based in i don't think there's enough of these things so i'm going to store up a bunch of them and and absolutely. they start you they start you on that early what is it the ant and the grasshopper or something Oh, so I'm in the grasshopper. The story of the one that doesn't make it, and because the other was storing stuff up. Uh, it, oh, wow. absolutely, yeah, yeah. And that's that's that's, that's pretty true. early to start, you know, pushing shortage on a poor being of love. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, and we're we're not who we were when we were born. So, but we're programmed to become something else. And so, but but the thing, getting back to the to where we need to go from here, uh, one of the biggest, uh, I guess, roadblocks that we have, maybe it is our fear, but it's our, our, the hardest thing that I see is the letting go part. And um, uh, that could be forgiveness, I guess. And, um, but if we're willing to let go or to give up or maybe even lose without fear things in the material world, uh, 
then we're free to allow the love to flow, you know, but uh, like someone who you've heard of the story of people who lose everything, they have nothing left. And, um, or and people that just leave then, everything behind in Texas. Yeah. People that leave everything behind in Texas and just go to Costa Rica and then, and then they, 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 <laughs> right. But it's true. And, and, you know, that could be something that happens and then you start your spiritual journey. And, um, um, and, you know, I, I have this little thing I wrote on a post in Facebook and it said that, uh, let go of your fear for fear will make you hard. And this comes kind of from the teaching of the Tao that the Tao teaches us to be soft and not hard. And I wrote, uh, uh, fear, fear will make you hard like a brick wall that prevents God's love and spirit from flowing through you. Just as the waves of the sea beat up against a fortress wall and cannot enter, so too will God's love and spirit beat up against you and not and enter not. And then because the hardness of your fear will not allow them to flow in, but instead be like become soft and porous like the living leaves of the trees and the grasses of the meadow that allow the waters to flow through them and free yourself. And uh, I don't say yourself, I say yourself from fear and become soft and open. Then God's spirit can gently flow through you deep down inside your soul, bringing you life. And I think that in order for us to really feel, you know, free, we have to let go. And in order for us to really align with, with love, there has to be that letting go. And it's actually a really good feeling when it, when a person finally allows that to happen, you feel, Hey, I'm free. Well, and, and, and allows, allows yourself to do so without, you know, having your eyes closed and your body all bunched up, just going, okay. And, I often tell people to think back or or try this if you know somebody that's got a newborn. I, I hear they have some newborn over in the UK. Um, if you startle a newborn before they've had much time to observe the big bodies around them, their eyes go wide open, they stretch their arms out as wide as they can, and they open their mouth and take a deep breath. <clears throat> right. You know, you come back and you check the ch same child when they're five, six, seven, and you startle them, and they close their arms around themselves, they close their eyes, they stop breathing. Well, those are the worst things that you could do to be prepared for something unexpected. Isn't right? that isn't that amazing? Yes, that's the right thing right. is you open your arms. That way you can hug something, hit something, pick it up, stay away, wave at it. You got your all your options are open. Yeah, infinite possibilities. Absolutely. When you're open like that, like a child, even startled, a child just opens. Well, and it goes right along again with with what uh, what Jesus said. Unless you become like little children, you cannot enter into the kingdom of the heavens. Right. And on. and that's exactly right. That's exactly exactly nails it right on the head. But but yet so many times down through history, that has never been. I think, Rick, we're finally waking up and understanding what 
it all really means. And to me, that's just, I just like, wow, this, uh, for the first time, and, and remember, I've, I've been in a Bible ministry for 30 years, but I was always told what to talk about. Oh, yeah. It was very strictly laid out for me as to this is your theme. This is what you're going to talk about. Don't stray from that. Don't go off of that. Uh, this is what you study. This is what you learn. Yeah, and this is what you're going to read, and this is what you're going to think about what you wrote, read. Absolutely. It's not just right. here's the book. Read that and come back and tell me what you think. It's here's what to think about it. That's when I, you know, education should be about how to think, not what to think. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and, and it uh, that it's that subtle difference. You know, people are saying, "Well, what? You don't think kids should go to school?" I, I I've seen kids when they're curious about something, you can't slow them down from the learning. But those things they learn and they remember for life. Stuff you cram down their throat. I, I had lots of stuff that I knew to the 99.9 percentile for tests that I couldn't begin to tell you today. So absolutely. No, they crammed it true. in. I puked it back out. That was that. <laughs> and, you know, once you learn how to learn, you can learn anything. You know, once you know where to find the information, how to learn, and you develop your own your own uh, skills in learning, you can you can learn anything and uh, and way better than than uh, uh, anything else. So there's a lot of good stuff in there. And uh, once I pulled away from from the whole organized, and I'm not I'm not I'm not bashing. Believe you me, I I I would never bash any. Uh, beliefs or faiths or religions because because uh they are they are they contain some of the most spiritual people in the whole world and from out of from out of that beautiful spiritual people grow and so so i i i think that there's there's uh uh that it, it's it's well, we have to and we have to love everyone, but sustain. You know, it's like people say, "Don't you want to see the Roman Catholic Church fall?" I would love to see their ability to pull the wool over anybody's eyes fall, but absolutely. But right. the, yeah. the system as a whole provides education and medical care to a billion people. Oh, absolutely. And, and so, what are you going to do from under their pull that rug out from under their feet tomorrow? No, but. Uh, it's it's a much more subtle shift. This thing of this wonder of you know look at this jungle and it's not just full of garbage. In fact, sure. even absorb a fair amount of human garbage. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, as long as you don't throw big plastic bottles out there, you can throw most of your garbage out there, and the same jungle cleanup crew they'll handle it. And uh, I think that's where way long time ago we got the idea you could throw things away. So we took stuff, put it outside the village and we went back and it was gone where did it go where did it go <laughs> no it went away <clears throat> because and we, I agree can, with you. we can fit right back into this system and 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 i don't think it's going to take you know everybody going and living in teepees you know i think we it's can just find going to take through. alignment yeah yeah and and fitting in and uh you know they <sighs> 
it's funny that back home in Texas we have lots of uh, termites. So they find they're constantly in search of the better chemical to keep the termites away from our wooden buildings, our homes. Oh, yeah, we have them here in, in Phoenix, too. Yeah, well, oh, they, yeah. they have them here in Costa Rica, so you know what they do? They make their houses out of concrete. No problem. Right. right. No, chem, no chemicals required. You know, so, well, concrete, you know, is, well, lumber is cutting down the forest. Everything's got a something. But instead of pouring chemicals that then have unintended consequences as they flow down the rivers and streams, and they just build their house out of concrete. Sure. No more problem. Problem solved. Yeah. And and um, it, it those sorts of things to me are the you know you see a wolf or you see maybe a, a an indigenous warrior they stumble upon some scene that it doesn't matter what the scene is animal indigenous in touch in alignment human it, there's a stop and observe because you got to see what's going on you can't just like barge in and make it be what you want to have going on. Nobody right. told the 5,000 species in the meadow, you know. <laughs> they didn't show the memo. And and so with a little observance of these systems that work so well, you know, you can – I think we can fit right back in, but I think that it's going to require that kind of a change in the way we look at what's already there, not how can yeah. we clear it and move it and how can we fit in it. Well, I, I agree with you, and, and actually what – what the the I feel the reason there are so many different beliefs and governments and is because um, it's actually each individual looking outside of self for someone or something to take care of their emotional and physical needs. I, I guess you could call that laziness in a way, but but if if we look if we start looking outside ourselves for someone else or something to take care of our take care of our emotional and physical needs or what we think things should be, so we go shopping and we shop around. Well, I like this belief or I like that belief. Then when we do that, we end up enslaving ourselves to that outside entity or outside thing we end up enslaving ourselves and uh we end up being controlled by that and therefore you that encourages control and encourages laws and encourages rules uh but but what we have to do is get back to looking looking within to find that that love and that oneness that comes from our divine source and begin realizing that when we look in the eyes of someone else, we're looking at ourselves. I mean, uh, we're no we're we're no different from each other, really. When you stop to think about it, we're all we have different ideas and different uh, 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 inspirations, maybe, but we're we're still and experiences all one. and. And, and 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 the cool thing is that you you know wow Rick that's a cool house you found down there I posted a picture of a Pegasus mural on the wall everybody's like that's so cool how'd you find that I was having lunch in this place and the guy that owns it seemed really friendly and was interested in what I had to say and my story and I was interested in his and we were talking and it happened to come up that I was looking for a house he happened to have a friend that had a house and voila the little casita de Pegasus. 
inside oh. the inside the gate, you have to go through the gate of a hotel because it's behind the hotel property, and that gate has security. And everybody's all worried something will happen here in Costa Rica. I've never had a problem, but but anyways, lots of people are worried about that. Well, there's a security guard there that they have to get through, um, and uh, that's called Cuna del Angel, which del Angel, which means uh, literally angel's cradle or birthplace right. of an angel. Cuna del Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And so, a house with a Pegasus mural that's tucked inside of the angel's cradle in over there just because i was just wide open you know it, I, I, some people said listen you got to be careful who you say things to around here cuz some people act like they're helping you but they aren't really ha <laughs> ha and i was just like what wow i bet you don't talk to very many people then cuz how can you if you don't trust them and you say well sometimes you know well but i find that it doesn't do as much harm to me as people think when somebody steers you wrong you, right. you, you know, you just know a neighborhood now that you don't want to live in. That you so who painted, not to live this, in. who painted this Pegasus up there? I'm looking at your picture here. Uh, it's a local artist, actually, uh, from Dominical, the uh, town. The, the house is halfway between Uvita and Dominical, so I don't know which to say. I say Uvita because that's where my mailing, where my P.O. box is. But... Um, um, and his name is Sasa, S-A-S-A, might be Sasha. The pronunciation of names gets interesting down oh, here. Yeah. Uh, because contrary to popular belief, or at least my assumption would have been that people down here had Spanish names. And there's there's an awful lot of Warrens and Walters and Eric's, and I don't know why. Oh. They're, <laughs> they're, they're obviously native family that's been here many generations, and but they just have names like that. I don't know. Um, more so in Costa Rica than probably in Honduras, where where I'm what I'm familiar with. Yeah, you know, most of them have Latin names there. Oh yeah, well now they they have five and six names, most of them here. But right, right. But yeah. uh, it's interesting to look at the forms, you know, because it's got you know your your surname, your family name is just one box, and then it's got your other names, and it's got like eight boxes. Right. Hey, Rick, I also anyway. would like to talk a little bit about uh, the house. It's very nice, by the way. I'm looking at it here. Um, Thanks. George does we, good work. Yeah, it's really nice. The um, uh, Remember from the 70s and on, and even till today, we have the peace symbol, um, the, the actual peace symbol that was used a lot in the 60s. And I did some research on the peace symbol. Yeah. And and the actual peace symbol was actually developed by uh, activists against uh, nuclear disarmament in Britain. And the the words of the the the, the peace symbol is actually like a flag pattern. Uh, for the word N and the flag pattern for the word D for nuclear disarmament. And right. I, I just found that kind of bizarre how they came up with that symbol because I, I never realized that before. So it's like a ND, nuclear disarmament. disarmament. I'm having trouble saying that tonight. Um, but... Um, so, you know, we've had this peace symbol now for, what, 
probably since the 50s and 60s. Actually, I think the peace symbol was before that. Um, there's a, I can't see exactly where, when it was developed, but, uh, but anyway, I, I think it's, I think a lot of people don't, never really understood that. I never understood that. Maybe you did, but I, I didn't really realize that. Well, I know it was a relatively recent symbol. There's so many of them that are, I, I, I've seen appear in my lifetime. The elevated middle finger, for example, was a picture taken by Life magazine of a guy angry at a, po at a protest, and he had his finger up. Nobody knows why, but that then became that symbol. It says that this was popularized by Pablo Picasso in 1949. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's interesting. So anyway, so, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool symbol and everything, but uh, I never realized it represented that. Well, I, I think I mentioned to you I came up with a little symbol, and I'm trying to do a segue here into this yeah. okay. next, uh, uh, topic here. Because uh, we could talk about love and oneness all night. I oh, I just I I mean I just like went through a couple small paragraphs of what I wanted a few things to discuss. But but uh, now you're going now you're going towards this connected with love thing. With exactly your, with your little symbol. Well, I tell exactly. you what, um, that then means we're about halfway. And look at that, we're three minutes exactly from halfway. That's pretty close. And, and I and, haven't heard so much. Let's make a music break. Sure. Sure. Well, absolutely. some internet connection troubles, and 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 also some uh, perhaps less than happy digestive parts bits. Aww. Uh So um, we're giving her a break. I've had nights when I can barely speak, and uh, she, she talks a lot. So that's what we do. And so happy thoughts, everybody. And I sent her to get I some know. peppermint tea. Yep. So we'll see how Aww. that. Works. That'll but, be uh, nice. Absolutely. We're talking about all this love. I think we should have uh, one of our peace prayer songs. And I think in this case, if I can find it, because I know it's here. Uh, ah. Yes, here we go. The Shakti tribe. Great. Larissa Stowe and the Shakti tribe with their peace prayer song. And uh, then we'll be right back and we'll talk about the latest deal and uh, your great little logo that you have for Connected with Love. So stay with us, folks. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, everybody. That was our dear friend Larissa Stowe uh, with her group, the Shakti Tribe. And uh, put her link in the chat room. You can find her at www.larissastow.com. That's Larissa, L-A-R-I-S-A, Stowe.com. Good stuff. And uh, we have back with us Ron Lewis. And uh, right before the break, Ron, you were getting ready to tell us about this uh, uh, Connected with Love, which is another website that you have sent us the link to that is different than the Love Education site or uh, evolution thereof or another part thereof. What's that all about? What's the story? Well, exactly. And and some of the stuff that I have on this website uh, that we're working on, is um, it's a little different from the Love Education website because those on the Love Education site it's more my my thoughts and my research on things, some of the things I write about. But uh, what I'm trying to do with the Connected with Love website is get a lot more people involved in sharing their thoughts on love and oneness. We have um, I have a uh, a social networking uh, platform there that if you click on it, uh, sign in. Uh, we just started it a while back, and it it actually look it works the same as Facebook pretty much. It's a social networking platform where you can share photos, you can share videos, you can uh, chat just like you can chat on Facebook. Uh, you can friend. Uh, people. It's uh, based on a open source software platform called, uh, or a script called Oxwall. Very good. Uh, very yeah. good. Uh, very similar to Facebook or uh, anybody that's been familiar with the Ning networking sites or. Absolutely. Uh, right. Uh-huh. And so, so it's kind of, um, uh, we, we're inviting people to join if they're like-minded and they're uh, looking for a place Maybe they want to get away from all the traffic from Facebook. Facebook is so busy. Very rarely does anybody see all your posts, and a lot of people just shut your posts, your notifications off because it's just they just it's they're bombarded every day with so many posts. So, oh goodness, um, I I'm trying to get this connected with love. social side going because uh, it may give us a place where we can discuss with each other or chat with each other a little more in depth without all the uh, uh, being bombarded with all the posts. So not that Facebook, I love Facebook. It's it's a great place for us to connect. And, and I chat with people from all over the world on there. And uh, it's amazing how much we're all alike and, we're all working for the same thing. Um, okay, and then also on here, I, I'm I'm doing, uh, I'm starting an online talk show, but it's going to be a little different from yours, Rick, because it's not going to be live. Because um, as uh, you know, uh, it costs quite a bit to run an online talk show when you go through a service and. And, yes, uh, funny you should mention that. We'll talk about that in just a bit. Sure, sure. I've seen Gene's, uh, as a matter of fact, I shared that 
uh, uh, effort that you're making up online on my on my wall, so people can, we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, people we can really see that. Yes, and I want to you. talk to you more about that. Yes, and we, we did. We, Gene, you had mentioned if I could please share it, and and I did so right away. Thank you, Gene, so much. Appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, and so I'm real excited about this online podcast that I'm going to be doing. And like I say, it's going to be, we're going to do it over Skype. And I figured out a, a creative way to record Skype and have people hear both sides of the conversation and the music. And um, we're going to be focusing more on interviewing people who uh, have ideas on how we can spread the word about all of us connecting with love and also interviewing people specifically for connecting with love. Uh, there's a lot of people who we are all meeting as you as well. I know Rick uh, have a lot of guests on for that. And, and I just want to, I want the world to be able to uh, be exposed to a lot of their efforts. And, and I just think it's wonderful. So I'm not the greatest uh, talk show person in the world. I guess you can tell that, but, but, uh, but we're going to do it. And I am looking for a co-host. I have a lady that is interested, but so far she hasn't been able to uh, break free to do it. So I am looking for different co-hosts on there for a while. And like I say, it will not be live. It'll be pre-recorded, and then we'll post them online, and people will be able to download them right off of our website. And um, well, I think that's awesome, and I hope you do really well with it. I, um, I'm, I'm sure it's no secret that among almost all the uh, hosts I've ever spoken to that have shows on Blog Talk Radio, that we get a hundred times as many listeners, if not more, that are podcast listeners as a, as compared to live listeners. We love having folks come, and we joke around in the chat room, and we have fun. But uh, the the real juice in there is allowing you know the people that listen to it when they want to listen to it. Absolutely, and that's what this is all about. And and you can go there, and you can download and uh, and put it on your phone or whatever. Or listen to it on the way to work or whatever you want to do. And and I think there's going to be some real good information in there. Uh, and it won't be any of my doing. It'll be the doing of the guests and probably the co-hosts as well. But I'm just making it possible. I'm I'm a web designer and I'm I'm a musician and I have quite a bit of audio experience, so I can put it all together. But I'm by no means going to be the greatest host in the world. But we'll, oh. we'll get it. I'm sure you we'll are. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Anyway. You're going to be the you're going to be the greatest Ron Lewis that anybody's ever seen because there's only <laughs> one of you anyway. Oh, there's That's, many Ron Lewis. Oh no, it's the advantage that we all have in being unique. Nobody else is exactly like us, so nobody's ever going to do it better than we did because we're the only ones get to do it. Uh, so everybody's the best at what it is that they do because nobody can do it like you can do it. So well, give yourself a little more credit. I'm I'm going to anyway. <laughs> Well, that, thank that you. I think you'll be great, and um, well, I'm learning from the masters. Yeah, That's don't, you guys. don't don't what was compare that yourself to other. Don't compare yourself um, <laughs> to other shows, to other programs, to other hosts. Um, I, I mean, it's a way to 
um, you're easy to talk to, and you're, you have smooth, positive energy about you, you know what I mean, very relaxed in your knowledge, so I think just to get my friend, because I think you're just going to do your job. Uh, thank you so much, Jean. That means a, a lot coming from you. That really does. And and we're going to try on on the Connected with Love website or the ConnectedWithLove.org website as well. I just added a page called uh, Meditative uh, Meditation Music, and I put a few samples up there that you can download. Uh, some of the stuff I've written. I've I've been in well as well. As a matter of fact through my cancer and everything, it was this music and the affirmations that I put with the music that really helped me through my cancer and everything. So I put some new uh, sounds up there. There's about seven of them that I just put up there. Um, I have this friend, his name is Desmond Green. He talks all about the breath. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um uh, He's a good friend with uh, Andy uh, Skadberg, who maybe you have heard of. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Desmond is a really good friend of of Andy's, and he has this uh, reference for life university. And if you can look him up on Facebook, um, uh, you should have him on the show. He's just – he would be – he would blow your mind with some of this stuff because now, as I talk a lot about love, 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 he talks about the breath. Everything is about the breath with Desmond. And uh, he's actually going to be a guest on, on our show when we get it going. But I specifically put these tunes up there for him uh, because I thought that he could maybe use them in some of his um, – uh, affirmations and he thinks he does with the breath. So, so check out some of that music, download some of it and see, I don't know, you may find it great to meditate to or, or maybe not. It's up to you. You know, it's cool if you do, it's cool if you don't, I tell everybody, but it's just some, a few, I've got hundreds of things I've written over the years, but it's just a few little samples of some stuff. So now let's talk a little bit about this logo. Okay. You know, like when you go into a store or you go into a business, they have the little Wi-Fi symbol? Know it well. I keep my eye out for it. Yeah, so that you can use (laughs) Wi-Fi. Well, (laughs) this little round uh, symbol that I have here with the heart with the little Wi-Fi bars coming up off of it, um, I just think, wouldn't that be cool if that was like our new peace symbol uh, for oneness and love? I mean, and I I just don't know how yeah. to make heart connection. Yeah, heart connection. And I mean, I'm I know you've heard of Greg Braden and uh, uh, some of these others talk about our heart connection and how we're all connected. And um, I just think. I just like this little symbol, not because I made it or I designed it. That's not, I'm trying to not be, uh, get my ego involved with it at all because I, I would like to share it. But I just think, wouldn't it be interesting if we 
you're driving down the street and you see it on cars or you see it on business doors where where you know if you go into that business that the business owner or someone is aware that we're all one and that we're all connected and that that uh you know it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be complicated sometimes people need some kind of little reminder or some kind of little sim- simple uh token or whatever i mean humans humans are are like that they need something that is a little reminder ah so that person believes in love and oneness as well or as i walk into this business i know i'm going to be treated with respect or no discriminating or no uh, uh, no judgments because the people within that establishment believe in that love and oneness. Or I don't at know. Least they're going to make their best effort at it, you know. Absolutely, it doesn't. I mean need. I need lots of reminders myself. Sometimes right. I get big red flags and just breeze right past them. But you know, right. I, I'm I'm starting to get it a little. I think we all do, and I mean every day I do, and every day when I meditate, there are so many distractions in the world. I have to really try hard to focus on the now, and I mean, to become a a great meditator takes years of practice, years of practice, but uh, to free our mind up so we have no distractions, so we only focus on that that channel of love and oneness and uh and i just think this would be a really neat way to raise awareness that we're uh that each one of us as individuals have the power to align ourselves with with that universal frequency of love and raise awareness to that we can show love and kindness to others and and um yeah cuz when you do I find that when you do, it's like angels, the fairies of the universe, however you would like to metaphorically put it, are out running around like orchestrating things for you. Yeah. You just have to take the next step and everything for that step is just already there when you get there. And you're like, oh, where did it all come from? Right. And when we do that's abundance. Yeah, it is. And and when we do that, when we, you know, I, I live close to the store here and I I go for a walk to the store, to the grocery store, whatever, and I walk along a sort of a a strip mall area or or a, 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 a it's like a mall, it's like a shopping center. And as I walk, I um, I make a real effort to meet and greet and smile and stop and talk with people along the way, and and it, it just you wouldn't believe how how it just in that moment just lifts their spirit maybe just a little bit and some of them are grumpy and they don't want to at first but or or just if you see some person a homeless person when you're on your way back to the store maybe buy them a water and give them a water you know just to cuz it's hot here in phoenix and yeah uh, uh, things like that i mean i used to i used to keep the the big size i guess they're Big size Ziplocs. I guess they're gallon size. I don't know. Anyway, I'd put two bottles of water and then one of those um, tuna salad kit things. It's got like four crackers and some oh, yeah, yeah, tuna yeah. and some mayonnaise. Like and some lunchables. Relish. Or, yeah, and, lunchable. um, <laughs> and, um But these are like uh, from the Starkist or something. Well, they, they don't need to be refrigerated. Oh, and, yeah. Um, 
Um, so I put like two of those in there, and then uh, okay, everybody, I'm a evil man. I used to put some cookies in there too. Oh uh, no, okay. <laughs> but but really, uh, come now. It, it I there were some guys that uh, I, I wound up that winter that I had lost a bunch of weight, so I had jackets that coats and things that wouldn't fit me, and uh, I took them. I, I took them to them instead of taking them to the Goodwill because we'd become friends. I'd go by once a week with their tuna salad. They were just like, you know, they lived under this freeway bridge. That was their oh, life. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, people think, you know, oh, yeah, I see stuff about that in the Philippines. Or, man, they're doing it right up the street from you. I'm telling you, they are. And um, uh, these guys were just totally cool with that. They weren't, you know, why didn't you give me money so I could go buy beer? They're just trying to, you know, survive. Sure. Absolutely. And, and, you know, is there a vein of abundance they could tap into and not be living under a bridge? Sure. So I'm going to show them as much of it as I can by, look, I got more than I need, so here you have some of it. Well, I have, a, have I, need, so. I have a confession to make uh, right here online and right now is, like I mentioned, I I was, you know, in a Bible ministry for many, many years, but but I was taught not to give them anything because they would just go out and you know not to give them money or not to do anything they just go out and use it for something else or just sell it or or whatever and I was also because I was raised in sort of a fear-based culture which I think we all were I would cross the street on the other side of the street to get away from them asking me for money now or for you know how how horrible! How horrible is well, that? I think the walking on the other side of the street is intimately tied with the fact that we all know that we should share if we have enough, more than enough, and and that this teaching we got was wrong. So rather than face that, we avoid it. Absolutely, because we don't feel okay with the decision we've been told is the only. I don't think that there's any listening to this today, and certainly not Rick or I to ever stand and judge you for that because we've all we've all been there. We've all had moments of I need this because there's no more coming. I can't share, can't give, or moments of looking at somebody and thinking they make better choices. Couldn't they fix this for them? We've all we've all we've all those moments. So the, right. the, I agree. Mm-hmm. somebody else for having that because you can't stand here as a human being and pretend perfection. We're perfectly imperfect. But at the same time, that means we're imperfect. We have our moments of doubt. We have our moments of fear. And I'm not here and say I'm love and light and buddies and rainbows all the time. Exactly. And, and I, th- I think it's people can come and this is why I think you're going to do wonderful on your show and come out in the open and say that when you can say yes I was in an industry for years and I, I, I walked to the other side of the street I couldn't uh-huh. meet the person's eye because I couldn't give and I you know I think that that it offers other people permission to accept their own moments of whatever you want. You know what I mean? Right. So I, the more of uh-huh. us that can 
come forward uh, yeah, and that's, say, that's right. I've done that. I've, I've not met I because I didn't have, or I was afraid that if I gave that last $2, then my mom wouldn't have. And, and that's knowing what I know now, but, I, you know, I, you still have it. You, you still get those moments. So I think it's just you sharing that. It like just gives permission, other people permission human. Because that's all we are. We're all human. Right. I, I, anything I, other than. That's, that's so true, Jean. Very, very true. Yep. And perfection is not even really something that I aspire to. I aspire perhaps to be perfectly imperfect or to be perfectly Rico Shields. But some idealized, I never feel negative. I never feel The way that's going to happen is if you never feel anything. When well, the, the absolutely. Great inventors that you know—the only way, the only people that have never failed are the people that never try anything. You know, or you know, and then you have to move on to you know, I didn't fail. I just learned ten thousand ways that you can't do it. But, but people just avoid the whole thing. And I think there's a lot of that because we're we know. I think we all know that this stuff we get told is hooey, and so it rather is. than rather than make that choice, we don't agree with. We just kind of do the avoidance dance. Well, sure, and, and perfection is not based upon man's standards at all. But perfection is based upon love. And and uh if you if you go out into a forest and you look at the ferns growing in the rainforest there, or in the fall you see the leaves falling, you don't say, Well, I don't like where that leaf fell, or I don't like, you know, you just accept it all for what it is and there's there's perfect by whose standards you see so so nothing there's nothing in nature that is absolutely what we expect it to be it's always full of surprises yeah. vultures always and, of... and 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 buzzards are some nasty looking things you know You're like <laughs> what the, couldn't we get along without that i just i shudder to think the number of dead bodies that's laying around if it wasn't for them. Cockroaches? Virus? Fungi? All of these that are from the dark recesses of our world. Our world, as it is, can't simply function without them. Hi there. You there?
there, James? Well, I hope this is coming through to the... Oh, hi. Uh, Yeah, I went away for a moment there. The rainforest said no for a moment. And um, (laughs) uh, actually it was. We had a rock-solid connection, but then it went... uh, I, I think it's both. I don't know. Um, but uh, when the lights, because the lights blinked here, and when the lights blink, I lose my connection because I have tremendous power failure backup equipment, so my equipment never stops. However, the phone company, on the other hand, is not, you know, having the same thing. So, uh, you know, so let's see yeah, if uh, we, see if we can get Ron on back. The air? Yes. There's yeah, Ron. Hi. Yeah. yeah, we're still on the air. We're back on the we're back on the air. And, Did we uh, lose uh we lost each other for a minute? Was that me or was that No no, that was the rainforest. That was uh the jungle. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well you know, cool. we were just talking about um always be willing to expect a surprise. and perfection. And there <laughs> and, it is. And there there it is. There it is, yeah. And I, I thought, well, maybe it's my internet, but I just run a speed test, and it's like uh, 65 megabytes per second, so that's pretty good. Everybody will, everybody will be pleased to know that when we get down to the Casita de Pegasus, that we should have rock hard power backup live right next to the oh, yeah. internet, so much faster than quit. This location, and Gene will tell you, we're at the very far end of a DSL line. It doesn't go any further than here. Oh. <laughs> Everybody wants to know, where's the end of the line? Well, I don't know. Call up Rick. He's there. Rick's house. Yeah, that's where it is. So so we were talking about um, – so now what I do is I chase him down to – to either give them a few bucks or a bottle of water. But but anyway, uh, uh, it's interesting – it's interesting how how we can we can change. So anyway, getting back to this little symbol, this is what this little symbol uh, means. Things like that means things that we're going to make an effort to at least uh, try, maybe uh, showing love, kindness, pay it forward, uh, uh, create a paradigm. I guess you could say for this for demonstrating it because um example is the best best way to we have to show people we can't just tell them about it you have to actually show them and and so this is what this little symbol would mean and and maybe someday we'll even learn to get a better connection than our internet connections <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's a picture that goes around facebook about once every couple of months, a picture of the forest, and it says there's no Wi-Fi here, but we have a yes. connection. Right. Uh, it it it's it's just one of those things that you uh, I, I think is an outward symptom, an outward metaphor for the con- connection that we're all finding inside. And, Absolutely. Uh, one yeah. day we'll move from the internet to the inner net, and uh, then we can take down all the wires. Absolutely. So my my question to you, Rick and Jean, uh, is what do you think about this effort and what would be the best way to go about getting 
sharing this idea or this logo? Would it be uh, going to groups and sharing it with them? Or, you know, it's it's funny. Some I, things just don't take off. So oh, like, well, you know, it just it just depends. I would share it with your friends. And ask your friends to share it with their friends if, you know, they feel so inclined. Because I find every time we make an effort to sort of like we're going to do some sort of classical advertising where we're just going to take this blunder bust and scatter ads all over creation, it just doesn't do a thing. Doesn't but do it. Yeah. When, I, when I promote through our network to our network, you know, to their network, because it's our network. If they're part of our network, their network's part of our network. We we actually get great response, and uh, the the only place we can do that really right now is with Facebook, and uh, uh, because when you promote a post on your page, it promotes to the people that have liked your page and their friends, um, because it's never crowded along the leading edge. It's never really crowded anywhere. You, we're all unique, so we all have our little vibrational niche and match and. And uh, so you kind of got to start from there, and you, I think you'll be surprised. Just keep doing what you're doing, and uh, and they'll show up. And, uh, uh, you know, we I've talked about the change in Blog Talk setup that caused us some difficulty along the road. I know shows that didn't survive that, and sure. we survived it because of how high our listenership had gotten beforehand, and we're we're right on our way back there. It was just people had trouble finding this for a little while. And, well, uh, that's great. That's great, yeah. So, you know, uh, start and then just keep doing that for a while. Don't, you know, sure. don't go anywhere. Yeah. Don't change platforms because this one will get more listeners. Don't do that. Just do it and they'll build it and they will come. It should be a movie. Sure. Well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, they did that already. Okay. Never mind. That's good advice. That's uh, really good. So really now let's share time. with everybody. I know we're getting I know we're getting close to time. Sure. Uh, so let's share with everybody. Uh, connected with love is just connectedwithlove.org. Org, exactly. Uh, and um, it's because uh, we talked about these podcast listeners. Often they're not anywhere near a screen, but they've got great memories. So we just tell them and spell it for them. We don't have to spell that one probably. That's awesome. Connectedwithlove.org. Connectedwithlove.org, and if you go there, there's a menu on the left, and you can go to all the different. You can go to the the CWL talk show, which I just call CWL for short for Connected with Love, and uh, and that's where we're going to be doing the the podcast for people to download. If you go to the sign in, which is over on the right, and on the sign in, it takes you to the um, to the uh, Connected with Love social side. And the cool thing about it is you can be on, if you're logged into Facebook, you can just join using your Facebook. You don't even need to uh, fill out a lot of stuff. You just I don't have to fill out six forms and, and provide yeah. copies and triplicate of my photo ID or right. just click a button. Sure. Isn't that cool? And the, the only thing is, is what I do with people on there, so you know, is if you, Rickle Shields, went there and, and uh, signed up, and you wanted to post your your everyday connection on there, which you're more than welcome to do. Uh, I approve members there. I don't just let spammers and everybody because robots come in and they just randomly sign up. Oh, so, an admin's job is never done. I've admin right. a number of boards. I know exactly what you mean. Sure. So we'll admin you, and we'll we'll say, oh, here's uh, Rick O'Shields. 
and I'll add you in. So that usually takes within, you know, within 24 hours. And then you can begin posting like crazy on there if when if you and Gene so choose to. It's There's so many things. I know we all don't have time to do that. But, uh, but uh, well, and I find on the various boards that I've been a member of, uh, there's a lot of them I'm no longer a member of just because I don't have the time. But uh, like like you said, but I, I find there's often really interesting ongoing discussions. If I'll just sort of check out what's going on, there's stuff like, ooh, I can pitch my two cents in there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true, and you can't do all of them. But but the only thing I'm trying to do is create a niche uh, social site where you don't have all the um, the uh, uh, trolls and yeah, the static and people who are trying to march on such a thing and and we're not all about going out and marching for a cause because uh, I have uh, uh, this one graphic that shows um, what would you rather be a part of a broken piece of pottery or would you rather be the clay on the potter's wheel up to become something new and if you go out and you march against or become take sides you're you're just becoming part of the broken piece of pottery you're not That's becoming right. part of the clay on the potter's wheel trying uh, bec- uh that was about to become something new it's so round, it's so round connected with love you can't choose sides there's no sides absolutely round. right absolutely and and you know um uh, jesus talked about serving two masters and i know he applied it to god and money but but you cannot serve two masters in a material world. You can't say, well, I'm going to be on this side because you'll become uh, enemies of one and a slave to the other. But instead, we need to become the master by looking within ourselves. When we become masters of self, then the world, then we will begin to change the world around us. And, and, uh, uh, that's that's so important. Amen to that. Yeah, that's the so, answer. If there ever was a yep. secret, people, that's it, right there. That's it. Yeah, we can, that's, we can that's close up shop, which replay this episode forever, and 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 <laughs> that's it, right there. Yeah, but we no, we do have some some great guests coming up. You guys get by to Connected with Love. Check it out. He's doing some great stuff over there. And I uh, do want to thank you again, Ron, for joining us tonight. And thank you, for Rick. everything that you do and for all that you be. Thank and, you, Rick. Uh, and, Gene, I want to say I hope you get feeling really good. Uh, prayers and blessings coming your way. Uh, you're you're in my prayers. I know you will get. I know. Tommy Trouble. <laughs> I yeah. know by morning you'll be better. So, absolutely, absolutely. yeah. Because we have a show in the morning at at eight a.m. my time, which would be what ten a.m. Eastern time. Um, my time. And ten a.m. your time. Three in the afternoon, her time. Three in the afternoon for our guest Alice Grist, who's going to be joining us again from the UK. They've just. Uh, I looked. Her site says January twenty I mean July twenty third for the release of her book, which would be today. And Amazon says August seventh, but it also says they only have six copies left, so order in the next twenty four minutes and you can have it tomorrow. So they have some. It's confusing, this release date thing. But Dear Poppy Seed has been released and last time we said, Well, when your book comes out, you'll have to come back. So here she comes. Look out. 
It's going to be fun. We might step in some woo, but Alice's World of Woo is coming to visit. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Thursday yeah. night we have Simran Singh that will be joining us um, from Eleven uh, Eleven Magazine and The Rebel Road. And some of you may have recently seen her TEDx talk, Conversations with the Universe. Um, it's a rather different TEDx talk, but I think it was breathtaking. Myself. Um, so really looking forward to that. And uh, big stuff next it's week. We just got. Would be proud. You got people scheduled out in September. We got we got peeps coming, man. We got peeps. <laughs> so yeah. uh, there's no point in them all. Yeah, you guys got to sign up for you know, sign up over there at Blog Talk. Click follow. You'll get notes when we're going on the air, and um, go to iTunes, and get over to our website. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast. Calendar. You just get get your stuff delivered. Yeah, we deliver. Free delivery, 30 minutes or less or something. No, well, 24 hours. Right? Global. And um, uh, we also have a mailing list at our site, so uh, you can sign up for that on the right-hand side of our site, uh, everydayconnection.me, because it's all about me. It is about me. And when we get enough subscribers, we will put out our first newsletter. That's her. I can't speak anymore. My stomach has gotten the best. Yes. Well, and poor Jean is in a hallway, I think, to try to be wired in, and it's that's terrible. We're mm-hmm. going to work on that between now and um, her 10 a.m., her time tomorrow. Oh, well, we're going to work on that as time goes by. Uh, hope you can join us in the morning with Alice Agrist. But until then... To our mother, mother, and especially to yourself. Connected. Good night, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted.
We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.